going on, everybody? It's back for Quickly Talks. What up, Daniel? Another up, one, dude. What's up, dude? Another one. Back to back. Today we back had to two. Back. And, and they're both, they're, they were both really, really, really good guests. Uh, so today we have a guy here that I've known a lot about that I've gotten a chance to talk to in the past. But I, I can say right now that I really didn't get a chance to really get to know El Dami, Damian. <laughs> and welcome, man. Thank you for being here today. Appreciate it, man. Happy to be here. This place is beautiful, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, I, I, like I said, you know, this is your house, brother. So I know you're not far from us. Whenever you want to come here, maybe set up your laptop, drink some coffee. Uh, this is for you, too. 100%, man. Yeah, and, and listen, the reason for everybody, so you guys know, the reason why he's here is because I believe that he's another heavy hitter. You see, here we only have heavy hitters. And, and, and you are considered a heavy hitter. So we need to start giving out, like, maybe medals or something, dude, <laughs> for our guests to we come in, that. you know? We can do that. Fuck it. We're going to start finding some medals. We're going to yeah, give out some, do medals some medals to people when they come yeah. in here. Do that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll send it to you. Don't worry. I'll make sure that you get it. It's all good. <laughs> the reason why he's a heavy hitter is because, Damien, how old are you? 28. You're 28 years old. I never had a job. Practically, you know... Ran businesses since you were what, 18? Well, I worked in sales growing up, so it wouldn't really count uh, as a real job. So I never clocked in anywhere. I, I clocked in once at a, at a car dealership when I was 18 and it lasted a month. A month. But I've always been in sales and um, started my own business at the age of 20. So now eight years in business. When did you, when did you buy your first Lambo? Oh, I think it was 22. 22 21 years GCR, old. 22 Lambo. 21 GTR. Yeah, I think, yeah. And 22 Lambo. Lambo. Yeah. What else? Uh, a couple of Lambos and R8s and so on. And then I matured a little bit. So now I just drive an <laughs> old man S class. <laughs> That's a beautiful S class, by the yeah. way. It's beautiful. Thank you. And, and th the reason why I bring this up is so you guys know what kind of person that we're in front of. You know, knowing anybody at the age of 22, 21, 23 can access those kind of vehicles. Well, the I, I, reason why I bought the vehicles is I had to market myself so, because what I did, you know, okay, so at 20, in my mid-20s, I was uh, running my business selling hair straighteners at local shopping centers at the malls. Mm -hmm. So I had to market myself like, oh, this is the very successful guy that works at the mall. I want to work for him so I could have all the younger kids, a couple of years Boom. younger than me, try to work for me. It's your image. You got yeah, you to so work on your image. Yeah, that was a great marketing tool. So I had uh, people coming from all over the Southeast try to work and move to Atlanta and that was great. I agree. I agree 100%. Yeah. Now, before we get into that, because I know we're going a little fast, right. why don't we step back a little bit and tell me who is Damian, what do you do, how long have All you right. been in the States, where you come from, so brother? Let's take it way back. I was born in Uruguay, uh, moved to the States when I was 10, and moved to Jersey, lived for two years, and then Atlanta. Um and I sucked at school, man. I mean, I had a 1.7 GPA, zero chance of going to college. It never crossed my mind. I think I broke every record for skipping school and so on. I just didn't care about the regular education uh, structure in school. Mm -hmm. uh, but I felt like I was the smartest kid either way. So and I picked up a, a, a job at sales at the mall. Uh, How old? I was 18 at the time. Okay. Uh, straight out of, out of high school. And it went pretty well. And I was able to to manage the business and become a partner in the business. And this was the this was the hair strainers. Hair strainers, yeah, selling hair tools. I was a psychopath when it came to selling, <laughs> not a sociopath, a full what, full psychopath. Why would you say that? Explain yourself. Oh, I, I was just chasing numbers all day, nonstop. Okay, you know? so so very competitive, uh, and and I was pretty good at building a team. 
Uh, and eventually I left the state, started my own business with the money I saved by 19. It, by 19, I had saved 40 grand and I invested all of it into starting my own business at 20. Um, and uh, What was yeah, the business? Again, same another thing, same, same thing, thing. Yeah, but in different, in other states. Okay. And, and eventually I came back with a company I used to work for and became partners with them and it, and it was great. I eventually got to own the whole pie. And I was very, very focused in only one thing in my mid-20s, early 20s, and that was just sales and growing the sales business. Mm -hmm. And eventually I got to the top where I was like the biggest in the Southeast. And we were running three different states, had a bunch How many of, locations? At one point we had like 20. 20 locations? Yes. Okay. And we had, we've had about 60 overall open, closed, and seasonal, and Christmas, and so on. Uh, 20 locations, 60 employees, and you're managing this at the age of 22. 20. Two, three, and four, that was our peak. 24? And yeah. And okay. at 24, I realized I hated my job. <laughs> so I had built this multi-million dollar business and I fucking hated it. <laughs> what happened? Why did you hate it? What was the things that, that drove you away from that? It was just, I, I built the business going 100% every day. Like literally 100%. Like wake up 100% and go to sleep. So, so it was 18 hour days. No joke. Like 18 every day. Mm -hmm. And at the moment, you when you work in sales and you, you're building a team and you're 100% every day, the moment you let off at 80%, your sales will drop. Right. You know, that it's what we do, it's very similar to like door-to-door -door sales. Yeah. Yeah. So so once I realized two things, that I was going to die working there, I wasn't happy, and it was a business that I was growing. It, it just some businesses are not meant to be a huge business. They're meant to be a small business. And, and once you, you realize that you're working in something very hard that you can't sell in the future and there's no exit strategy, even though you try, eh, it's not not very motivating. So that's when I took a turn in my mid-20s and started uh, diversifying. Okay. What did you end up doing? Well, I bought a restaurant, a restaurant that I grew up going to. Okay. I celebrated my graduation. I don't know how I graduated, but... Uh, Your graduation from what? From high, high school. school. Okay. With a 1.7 GPA, brother. Hey, I graduated with <laughs> 2.5, I think. I understand. I was pretty average. Uh, and uh, yeah, about a restaurant, and that was my first experience diversifying. I did a lot of real estate as well. I didn't enjoy real estate as much. And as I started getting older, I... Not old, but you know. As I started growing up, I, I figured, okay... I got to diversify into things that I love. That way I can have multiple jobs mm -hmm. that I work for, for free. I have no salary in any of my businesses. That's right. So I just wake up and I'm like, ah, oh, where did I go today? Well, let's go here. Let's go there. Let's Is so that freedom? Freedom. And, and when you get to work for free for your own business, eventually it's, it's just beautiful. You it know, is. Don't it have is. a paycheck. You just show up anywhere. And when you work for free, you just... It's just beautiful. It's like, amazing. I'm doing it. I'm doing it myself. Yes. And, and you know, I, I can tell you right now, there are months that I don't pay myself, but there are months that, you know, I can say I'm, I'm taking off two weeks. And, yes. and I, and that's that freedom that you're talking about. Yes. You don't work anymore. You're just loving yes. your life. And, and it took me years. Well, when I was 24, that's when I figured I had a zero freedom. Like if I was going to go on a vacation for two days, come back, I, w I would lose seven employees. Wow. So that's when I figured, well, something's going to change. And it took me about two years to, to restructure my whole life into where now I do have the freedom. And as soon as I had the freedom, I left the country for two months. Where'd you go? <laughs> Colombia. Colombia, papa, pal mundo. So I went to Colombia for about a month, and then I kept traveling just with no plans, just hopping country how, to country. How is Colombia, man? Talk to me oh, about that. Beautiful, man. Just the nicest people ever, man. Yeah? Yeah. Now, when you decide to drop everything, so so 
this is why this guy is crazy in the in the best way of the word, man. What I'm thinking is he's going 100% every day for five years, 20, 25, you want to say? So, yeah, yeah, about, about six, seven years of 100%. And then you go from the mall business, the retail business, buying a restaurant. It's a completely different thing, man. Like you oh, made yeah. a U-turn here. Now, not a U-turn, but, you know, you turned that completely different direction. Yeah, and now the mall is doing great. <laughs> <laughs> the moment I, tr I stopped pushing it, and it became organic, working with great people. Now we're doing great. I mean, I have, we have great people. In it. How many how many kiosks do you have right now? No, we're not, we, are, we got four. Yeah, so but it's steady. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I just love working it. with people I love, so it's great. But yeah, I mean, for the past three years, I've been diversifying into other businesses and so loving it. So yeah, I'm sorry. I, I kind of went out of there for a little bit. The guy's going 100%. He goes into the restaurant business. You go into real estate business, and then out of nowhere, you say, you know what? I'm out. I don't want to. Were you working while you were traveling? Do you, two months, three months? How long did you travel? Two months. Uh, I mean, yeah, I still had the business working here, and I still had the restaurant. Okay. So it was fine. Who's running I, the restaurant for you? Uh, my mom. Okay. How's, yeah. how's working with your mom? It's the best fucking thing ever. Because, listen, I got a lot of business partners, but one of them is, is my mom. So yeah. the more money I make in that business, the more money she makes. Hey, bro, it makes I, me I, so fucking happy. I can say the same thing. And sometimes yeah. she pisses me off. I'm not going to lie. My mom. Yeah. She, she gets my nerves yeah and and i just remember back and i'm like i'm gonna let her be the queen because i know that she's gonna be good yeah and if she's good i'm good oh, i love it so so but does she get on your nerves though no 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 <laughs> no because i've been working in my restaurant for a year now and our, our sales are up like 240 percent ever since yeah. we started marketing i saw something you were remodeling the whole thing you were you were doing a bunch of crazy we, we, stuff we we never i, I never cared about marketing much uh, when it came to that business until now and now that I ever since we started marketing has blown up you saw the results yeah it's crazy nice nice man what are you doing in the marketing department for the restaurant right now Instagram a lot of Instagram a lot of Facebook uh, creating content so I'm learning so, so I'm the type of person that I love to learn everything from uh, A to Z yeah like when we open our bar I'm like let me be a bartender for a whole month learn the whole process from A to Z yeah so every time that there's something new any new business that we get into I want to learn from A to Z that way I know how to hire and train people. That's right. Right? I think weren't we weren't we talking about that the other day, Logan? Yep. Sure we were, were saying that, you know, I'm I'm training Logan to right. to be me. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that, right? Right. So I told him, you need to know exactly every single service that we offer, how to make that, how to sell it, A to Z. Now out of the A to Z things that you're that you're training yourself in the restaurant, what's the hardest? Listen, the restaurant is not hard. It's not. After dealing with malls. <laughs> and having an operation of 20 locations in three, four different states. Yeah. And working with a bunch of young people and, and, and have doing uh, employee apartments in different cities and all that. I want, I want to touch that subject too. I can do anything now. <laughs> he, all right. So the story I heard, and you, can, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. All right. The story I heard is that this guy would bring employees, would bring people from all, all the states, whatever he got them from. And he would put them into like an apartment complex and he would rent out the apartment so they can live there and only focus on going into work and build yes. some sort of culture behind that. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about that. that. What like, came to your head? Why did you go and well, do this? Because that was a system of how the, the mall operations uh, worked since. So the whole mall thing blew up in, 2000, in the mid 2000s, 
to, to an hour. And, and that was how the, the operation worked on a large scale. You had employee apartments and you had a culture and you had company days and you had rules at the house. But it just it was just too much. It's yeah. not sustainable. Now at the at the peak when you had like when you guys were killing and you had all these places, how would you offer that job? Would you say, Hey, I want you to come work with me, you're gonna make this amount of money and I want you to live in this apartment? How, yeah, how you would market that work? you market your killers and who made the biggest paycheck for the past two weeks and so on. So you market the killers, you market yourself, you market the business, oh company, they oh a beautiful apartment, oh this. Uh, what you can learn from working in sales and it's the lifestyle. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And and now you're, would you say you're kind of relaxing a little bit? No, I'm still going. Like, I, I don't have a day off. Like, I literally do not have a day off. We don't? I, not zero. No. I can go, unless I'm on vacation, there's no day off. So I can go, if I'm not vacation, my last vacation was in this, uh, December. So it's been three okay. months, probably a hundred days, nonstop. Uh, just, I love what I do. Like, why, why the fuck would I take a day off? What am I going to do at home? That's right. It happens to me. If I go on vacation, by the third day, yes. I'm bored. Yes. Like, I can go Friday, Saturday, but yeah. Sunday, like, yeah. I'm, I'm ready to come back yeah. on Monday and start killing it, knocking things out. I mean, it took me a while to understand, like, you really got to love what you do, man. You do it so much better. Now, honestly, I want to be honest with you right away. Yeah. I'll be, I am the biggest pussy when it comes to restaurant business. Scares me. Sure. Like, like it scares me to run a restaurant. Right. Why a restaurant, brother? Why, yeah. why, why made you do that switch? Well, uh, so I don't run any of the restaurants that I'm involved in because we also got a coffee shop with one of my friends. Um, but the marketing, listen, the marketing for food is easy. Like, how the fuck do you market a roofing company, a painting company, or? I can tell you. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but food is food, so easily food. marketable. You eat, listen, our generation, we eat, we eat out once a day, man. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's that's not true. complicated. So yeah, and the numbers are very steady. And you can hire a server this morning, and she'll she'll know the whole job by one p.m. in sales. That's true. It will, it can take six months to create a killer, and then that killer will leave to a different company for three percent more. So so. What about the slaving part? I hear that like. Yeah, if you is. if you're a restaurant owner, you got to be there in and out every day. Of course, yeah, that is true. But you but love I, it, like you uh, said. Yeah, I mean, I'm not there all day. Uh huh. Uh, I'm there a few times a week, at each of the locations. You know, I try to visit. My whole schedule is in the morning. I wake up and I'm I look at all my investments and see what's going on in the market and see where, where I'm going to allocate and put some money. Okay, cool. Um, then I go to my coffee shop, uh, hang out there for a little bit. Uh, then I do my workout. Then in the afternoon, I, I visit uh, the other restaurant or go, like today I went to the mall. You know, I still visit the malls here and there. Uh, what happened to the real estate? Tell me that story. I did a bunch of flips. I just didn't enjoy it. Why? What happened? Give me some context. Just dealing with too many moving pieces and too many people. You know, you, just to put something together, there's so many moving pieces. All right, so in the books right now, we have... We have the um, the planchas, right? The planchas, which we actually launched. Uh, so, so me and my, my partners, my old partners from 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 the hair straighteners, uh, we all got together and said, let's let's make our best ever hair straightener, rename it at the same manufacturer, and throw it on Amazon and see what happens. And we sold that in days, man. 
I so, saw you. I saw you in Instagram marketing this it's thing. It's stupid. So we just had a meeting today, and uh, how much we're going to order from China again? So you want to push forward with that? I want to go digital. Listen, our we, before we started the podcast, what we're talking about, how like our generation only believes in, in digital. Uh, so if you're not using and leveraging technology to make your money, what today, does that say on that sign right there, brother? Can you read uh, that aloud? If you're not online, you don't exist. <laughs> yeah, if you're not online, you're you're in shit. If you're not leveraging <laughs> we technology, change that. If yeah. you're not online, you're in shit. If you're not leveraging technology <laughs> to make money, and that's in marketing, that's everything. I mean, you, you're not shit. I mean, we, we're going to trip ourselves at the restaurant just because we we're, we got great engagement on social media. Eventually, that. that page is going to grow to like, we're going to have our own TV channel on Instagram, basically. We can nice. promote whatever we want. And you're inviting all these influencers to come by the restaurant and yes. eat their food. Yes. And you guys have, the, the thing about his restaurant from what I saw is the plates there are very visual. Yes. Because they are not only delicious. Well, there, were not, there weren't all of them like that before. So that's where, that's where, you know, by the end of the year, we're going to have a, I'm working on a small little agency to market restaurants because I understand the marketing from the outside and from the inside. Right. I, I look at the numbers every 10 minutes. Correct. Plates, you got to make your plates. Like Instagram is about being an insta ho. What is an Insta ho? So I, I have a big steak. I post a picture of the big steak. I get 100 likes. I post the same big steak with a big ass knife on top. I get 300 likes. <laughs> that makes sense? Yeah. That's get the being, tools. You got it. Yeah. So if, you wanna, if you're going to be on Instagram and you're going to have your business on Instagram, you got to Insta ho it. That's true. That's true. You have to. That's true. I mean, look at OnlyFans. You saw Bad Baby. You saw, you saw, what, you saw the news on that. What? Crazy Catch Me Outside no, girl. I, I didn't see that. So the Catch Me Outside girl just turned 18 about maybe a week ago or two weeks ago. Okay. And the first thing she did four days after is that she opened a, an OnlyFans. Love that for her. The girl <laughs> made, I think it was a million dollars the first day. I believe it. A million dollars on the first day. Why? Because she's an insta -ho. You know, simple as that. If and, you're viral. And people were waiting yeah. on that. They were, she was just doing all the crazy shit that people are like, why is this person doing that? And because they keep talking about it, like we're doing right now yes. is the reason why she's doing that. So maybe put more, more uh, knives on your steak, restaurant owners, things like that. I mean, or hires engagement posts is a, it's a, it's a fucking meme. Now out of all the industries that you've been in, you've been again, plant jazz, restaurant and real estate, right? Where did you make the most money in the shortest term? Oh, uh, man. Probably planches. I mean, uh, I've had months of 100 grand profit. Fucking nice. Now, would you say that, would you say that those industries, if you were to choose an industry, which one would make more money? The or most, is it you that you just, um, I, I you planches way more than the other industries? Well, I, I will go with uh, the most stable, which is restaurants. I don't want to make 100 this month and 20 next month. And what's the and plan? Then, what's the plan for the restaurant, man? You really want another plan? Yeah. What's the plan? What you want to do? All right. There is a big, big hole in the industry with restaurants. Most restaurant owners, they're 50 plus, right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Can you fucking sell them on marketing? It's hard. It is. The disconnect is huge. It is. Right? Stubborn. Very. They're barely on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Very stubborn. How are you going to explain to them TikTok? It's impossible. <laughs> so. Plus, have a person in-house. Oh, yeah. To be able to do that. Right. So, so. I'm going to play around with restaurants for the next few years. I mean, I believe I'm always going to be in different industries because 
the first few years you're in the industry, you get a hard burner for that industry, and then it goes away. You know, that's but, right. Right. So I, the next few years, I play with restaurants, and so the disconnect that I see is that the restaurant owners are older. They don't understand the marketing. I've, I've seen a lot of restaurants that sell a million, two million a year and have no social media game whatsoever, right? Wow. So my next step is uh, building a small little agency where I can market my own restaurants, maybe get a few clients, because I'm like, hey, look, I trip on myself. I can do that for you. you know? Easy. Easy. But then leverage that little agency into me buying more restaurants, putting them to the mach- in, into my own little marketing machine, and I can buy them for cents and a dollar, triple sales, and sell them for a lot. And the restaurant industry is hot when you want to sell. It's an asset that you, it's a business and an asset that you can sell uh, because of the branding and everything combined. Whereas, how, how long, how long numbers do you think that you need to show before you sell a restaurant in, in the positive? So, I guess the question comes from you found a restaurant that is in the, in the shithole. You went in, did your thing. How long did you have to do your thing to, for you to be able to flip it? Well, I wouldn't buy something that's in the shithole. I would buy something that's working great, amazing. But your last post was last May. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, you yeah. know? So that, that, that's what I'm looking at right now to pick up a few more places by the end of the year that are management is great. Reviews, great. The food, attend, everything is great. You just haven't made a post in a whole year. That's, I know that's I, what I, you're keeping your eye for. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so I know I can triple that. Now, so that means you're into the restaurant industry, not necessarily into the your wine steakhouse. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, and I guess my question became from: It's not going to be Sabores de la Plata franchising, Sabores de la Plata in every state. No, the option no? is always the option will always be there. But I'm into making money, and having fun, man. So whatever yeah. something new that comes up and I can have fun with, like I'm in for it. So. And I want you guys to understand, this, understand something what you're saying. Yeah. Something that I learned in the pandemic. In the pandemic, they shut me down at the mall. They shut my restaurants down, everything. So so I'm trying to diversify into having multiple uh, different business. Right now, I'm involved in six different things. But I, I want to have, you know, big sales in, in, in all my different business. And whenever I lose passion for one of them, I can sell it and put that extra 10%, 20% of time into that business. If we get another pandemic or something happens and they shut something down, I can put that same time and energy into the online business. And so so I'm going to be leveraged into a few different things. And it's beautiful to have different incomes. Sometimes you forget about one, one bank account and you look at it. I'm like, oh, that's great. Never put your same <laughs> eggs in one basket, right? They, and that's what I did for that. many years. I put all my eggs in one basket. And it plays out for a lot of people, but you know, I just don't have that passion anymore. I agree with you. You know, myself, I'm involved in 30 different businesses other than right. this. So, you know, I, I, I agree 100% of what you're doing, brother. I admire you. I think uh, that what you're doing is, is great. Yeah. Uh, for all you guys that like steak, this is an open space. Why don't you tell us a little bit about all of your products and where they can find them? Uh, so, Sabor Steakhouse. Sabor is El Plata. It's a South American steakhouse in Jimmy Carter and Buford Highway. Um, we probably serve the, some of the best steak in Atlanta. I I love it, and it's. What is you, your What is your favorite plate over there? Listen, dish? listen. Uh, uh, the the our so, our best selling dish was created for fun, and we made a post on Instagram, and it got so many fucking likes that we had to make it real, and that's when I, that's when I, that's when I realized okay we got to insta hole every plate. Uh, it's our biggest steak. It's got over five pounds of meat. It's got a knife on top. Every time you bring it out, people take pictures. So it's free That's marketing. Crazy. It, mm-hmm. It's amazing. 
So what does it call? There's a ten the ten meat parrillada. So it's it's a ten meat grill. So it's got ten ten, ten, ten different, different cuts. cuts. Over five pounds, it's insane. How many people you need to eat it? You eat four you, or five? you can eat one yourself? Oh, bro, it's five pounds of meat. It's, it's four or five people again. <laughs> yeah. Get that to the table. Lot. I think uh quickly media, I know where we're gonna be eating next. You guys gotta come through. Listen, so how how long have you been in marketing? So we've been doing this. Me personally, I've been doing it for about seven years. Um, however, you know, we started off with Gabriela, my mom. Right. I started off door knocking businesses, selling um, business cards, T-shirts, things like that. Um, and then out of an accident, break my leg. I'm a skateboarder. You know, I love yep. going to the skate park, doing my thing. I break my leg really, really bad. And then just like COVID did with your businesses, my leg did with my business shut me down completely. I was low on money. I was in a place that I didn't want to put myself into ever again. Right. And from the bed with my laptop on my lap, I said, I got to start something online. Yes. Uh, I ran into, you know, Ty Lopez? <laughs> Here in my garage. <laughs> Here in my garage. <laughs> Knowledge. Yes. Uh, I was one of the first ones to buy his social media marketing agency course. Yes. I put my money where my mouth was. I bought it. It was $1,000 back then. And the first month I went and got me like eight clients. I got me eight clients. They were paying like $1,500 each. And I thought I was making it, man. Like I was only, what, 22? Right. I wasn't in a Lamborghini, right? But but I was happy in my place, right? right. So I start studying and I go out to businesses and I realize, you know, I'm a born salesman. Right. I have that talent. It's within Come on me. And that's what you guys do, man. Right. And hey, man, you're not, you're not anywhere behind <laughs> So, um, you, we just keep pushing. We keep pushing, helping businesses. I studied marketing at Kennesaw State. Okay. Didn't teach me grab shit. Right. But it's there for all you guys who care. <laughs> and, um, nah, man, dándole. Every, every, every day, like you said, we got to be here. So and even if I'm not here, I'm on the phone. I'm working. I'm meeting clients, helping them get more customers and returning their investment at the end of the day. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, me being... Th th in different things, I, I see how it's changing from physical marketing to digital marketing. I yeah. Mean, I'm sure you're... Brother, it's last year change. was insane for us. Last year when everybody was crying, we were partying. And not literally partying, but you know. Printing money. We were, we were celebrating. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we did really good. It allowed us to grow the, the agency. We doubled the agency. That's amazing. Starting January. And um, it's just it's just things like that that I say, I was in the right back six years ago. Right. You know, I started learning Facebook ads. I learned Google ads. I learned to do websites. And then most importantly, I learned to find people that did it better than me. 100%. Yeah, if you're an entrepreneur today and you don't understand the basics behind, behind uh, Facebook ads, if you don't know how to draw a square on Photoshop at least. Yeah, you're bad. You just Yeah, you have to. You know? it, and it's like like we were talking about. It's one of those things that you have to be able to know the basics be before you can check if they're doing it right or not. Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, I was like, well, maybe I need a website for my businesses. I literally created a couple of websites in the afternoon. Right. It's it's easy. Just watch. Like anything today you want to learn, you can watch it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I learned how to Photoshop on YouTube. Just the basics. There you go. But, but I can make a label. everybody takes the time to do that, Damon. And that's what makes you different. You know, that's, but you, that's you really, have to, uh, you got to know the basics. That's what makes you different, brother. And a lot of people, you know, they say, I'm, I'm going to stick with what I'm good at. No. If I'm good at running my restaurant here, Daniel, here is 2000 bucks. 
go make me a website. Yeah, but, but what, you don't learn anything. You got to learn the basics. Like you have to like know how to make a label, print it at FedEx, come back yeah. running, take a picture and see if you get any likes right. or if you can sell it before you start, you know, marketing something and hire this company, hire that company. There's a, a delay, right. the designer, this, this and that. And that's, and you know, something like what you were saying is something that I'm trying to do already. And it's having my marketing power in house so I can start whatever fucking company I want. Yes. And with that power in house, I can run every business that I want. Not only starting, you can also buy a business. I, I'm a fan mm -hmm. of buying a business because on the first day you make a thousand bucks versus starting, you start from zero every day. Right. Right. So I yeah. get a boner if I make a thousand bucks on the first day. Yeah. Even though I'm going to have to invest a hundred grand still day one uh, at the end of the year, make some money back at, at the end of the year, I made the same starting from zero or purchasing something, an existing business at the right. end, but it's, it's more fun, easier to structure because you're already rolling. You have to understand the marketing nowadays. I mean, if you, I mean and, and you know, they, a lot of people say whoever runs your marketing runs your business. hundred percent. I mean, we, simple we, as that. We had some TikTok foodies that showed up and, we made a lot of sales out of TikTok to older people. It's not yeah. just like 13 year old girls and on TikTok. Yeah. It's and, actually And like you said, I mean, we're we're under 30. I'm 29, you're right. 28. Right. Logan just turned 25. We understand it. For us it's obvious. Yeah, but, but, but you'd be surprised, bro. I could be sitting here with the president of the Chamber of Commerce. Right. And he's still struggling to post a story on his own personal Instagram. Yes. The other day, I'm still in college. I'm haven't finished. And I, and yesterday, just yesterday, I got into an argument with my professor for uh, consumer behavior or some shit like that. I barely go to class. And this professor is telling me that to put a, a strategic plan to sell this, this product. Swipe up. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I yeah, said video, up. landing page, retargeting ad. She said, no, we need something tangible. I need a brochure. Fuck off. I'll get so the what? pixel to follow you till you die. Exactly. Either you buy or what? You you buy or what, dude? Either, what? either you buy or you what? Oh, or you die. Simple as that, dude. <laughs> yes. Wasn't ready for the follow-up for the follow -up question. Yes. You better know that, Logan. <laughs> yes. That's our say around here. You know, you either buy or die. Yeah. And the, yeah. Pi the pixel is like our assassin. <laughs> you know, when you go to that, you know, when you, when you go to my restaurant and you scan the table for that menu? Oh, you're there. Oh, always. I own you. 100%. 100%. 100%. Uh, when you get the menu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With now, the be careful, though. The new iOS threats right now Dude, where's marketing gonna go in the future i mean in the past 10 years has been crazy oh it's just gonna keep going americans we're the best ones at marketing in the world it's just <laughs> never gonna go away it's gonna be beautiful now one beautiful thing about our our business here at quickly media yeah is that we got a chance to learn every single business right you name an industry brother i've done marketing for them and one of the first things i do in a meeting is to ask them how are you making money All so right. if i if i need to know exactly what are your costs and what are your profits for me to be able to pull out a strategy, a promotion, aka market, whatever service you're doing. And that has taught us so much about industries, so much about business in general. So there's a lot of little marketers out there because uh, it's a great job that you can have. And if you own a laptop. Bunch of posters. No, but there's a lot of good kids that are actually, 
wanted you know, to learn. Yeah, what would you tell him? Come and internship with me. Internship. Yeah, seriously. So for a young little entrepreneur, you come think come over here, spend time with me. Spend three months with me. You can leave after that, but I'm gonna get labor out of you for three months and I'm gonna teach you everything that I know. That that is what I always tell people. If you really want to learn something in a certain industry, work for someone, someone who's growing. You have to. Not someone who you know, someone who's growing is making uh, mistakes and, and learning and, and sitting next to them every day. The other day again, I was talking to one of my college guys and he said Oh, I got a job lined up right after college for a Syntrex or something like that. A big corporation. I said, don't take it. Go work for a small business first. Go yes. put in an hour, I mean a year, two years at a small business. Then go corporate. Logan's got a story like it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell I was story. in corporate. I was. And then I wasn't happy. And I uh, came here on an afternoon just to have a conversation with Daniel and... He completely changed the way I thought, and uh, I left that corporation, and I've been here for five, six months or so now. Yes. I can't picture going back to another corporation, to be honest. No, it's just not as fun if, you don't, if you're not involved with the growth and the whole picture of the business. Yeah. In corporate, that's very hard. In corporate, you're just another ant. Right. You're just collecting food for the pile. It's called- It's called- someone else's pile. Well, we figured it out, Damien. It's called an entrepreneur. Right entrepreneur is yes. working in an organization that he's got a platform but it had but it earns his own by his own means right so you don't have to necessarily go open your own business but if you work full commission at a company you're an entrepreneur right right if you if you're helping a company grow like logan is doing he's an entrepreneur the other day out of nowhere he calls me he's like yo i'm doing a audit on all of the softwares that we have because I want to cut some meat out of here and start saving us some money. Right. He doesn't have to do that. Right. But that's the mindset. That's the mentality that we want to bring into our new generation. Yeah. No, growth, it's what teaches you everything and the fuck-ups, all the mistakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to run into my own walls. Let me yeah. let me fall. Let yes. me make the mistakes. We and still you, have- And you can learn from the mistakes for free. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, he pays for them. Now, it's funny that we talk about this, and I got a question for you. And I don't care if you we're at 34 minutes. Oh, no, we're, we're, we'll keep going. We're, we're, keep we're going. going. We got two hours. Yeah. So <laughs> the question was this. So there is this guy in YouTube. His name is Carlos 11. Carlos, it's this Mexican guy. Okay. So he's like your basic Grand Cardone for the Latino community. Uncle G. Right? All Uncle right. G. We all love Uncle G. I'm a, I'm a huge <laughs> fan. He's got my money many times before. So he debated with another guy who's more of a psychologist entrepreneur mm -hmm. conference guy loaded as well and what he was saying in keep in mind he's about our age as well he was saying that all these people like grant cardone gary v and all these people are selling a bunch of bullshit why was he selling a bunch of bullshit why did he said that he was selling a bunch of bullshit because we cannot tell everybody to be an entrepreneur when they cannot be an entrepreneur we cannot lie to people in, to their face and tell them I force you to do this. This is the way that you need to do things. This is the cool way to do things. Right. When in reality, you just don't have what it takes to fucking do this. Yeah, I don't. That? I don't consume a lot of the. I don't consume any entrepreneur content as I used to back in, uh, four or five years ago. But yeah, no, everyone is built to be an entrepreneur, man. You really think everyone can be an entrepreneur? No, I don't oh, think so. You said not everyone. I don't think so. Okay. No, if you can close a cell, I mean, uh, I've trained people where you cannot help them to close a cell. But 
I think it's in between. I don't know. But I, what I like that they teach Gary V and all these guys is, is you got to hustle. And that is true, man. You got to put in the work. You really got to put in the work. Eventually, you get to a rhythm where like putting in the work feels like nothing. But you really got to suffer. You know? Yeah, no pain, no gain, they say, right? Oh, it's real. It's no sacrifice, real. no victory. It's it's real. Yeah. I mean, you really got to go through it. Wow. Any questions that you have for I was going to, yeah, yeah, I was going to ask. So you've been in a handful of these industries. Is there an industry that you have not dove into yet that you would love to? Uh, that's a great question. Um, something, not really. I mean, uh, probably in the future, something that I would like to do for fun is collect, collect uh, a bunch of cars. Yeah, big car guy. Car collection. Yeah, like stick shift, all the 90s. You know, nineties. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you before I got two questions about cars. One, <laughs> out of all the cars that you've had and no that you've had, not driven, but that were yours. Right. Which one is the favorite one? Oh, they were so different. The, the white Lamborghini was beautiful. The R eight was so comfortable. GTR was a fucking toy. I was gonna kill myself in that car, so I sold it. I raced him in the GTR one time. Yes. <laughs> I was Joking, of course. <laughs> <laughs> there was spitting fire. Um, any other questions? No, you didn't answer it though. You'd give me a bunch of beautiful ones, but you have to choose one. If I had to choose one, I just don't. Uh, probably the white Lamborghini and just park it there and look what at was it. he? Yeah. What what, what Lamborghini was the it? OP five sixty. Okay. Yeah, but I would just park it there and look at it. I mean, you drive it for thirty minutes and your back hurts. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. I would not expect that. Yeah. And um, now, out of the 90s cars, which one is your favorite? Oh, man. Which I one are you going for first? Oh, if I was to have a warehouse and fill it, you know, pack it with cars, yeah, I would definitely- Pull a Jay Leno and first, get a warehouse for it uh, full of them. JDM as fuck. I will get a couple of early E36 M3s, uh, definitely R34, because once it's legal, it's going to go up in price, I guess. Uh, yep. Right, right, uh, right hand wheel. Yeah, yeah, and a couple of Supras. So if I was to have a fun, stupid investment warehouse, yeah, I will fill it up with cars like that. <laughs> but then again, like we were just talking about, if we're talking about investments, I mean, you can just invest in digital things nowadays, right? So easily, like, do you really have to buy all this? You got real? cryptos. Yeah, but I, I probably have about seven six seven percent of my portfolio is cryptos the rest is just regular stocks regular stocks yeah i mean if you're gonna buy a new iphone every year why not just buy the whole company as well you know of course of course i don't even watch netflix and, and it's it, but you know why would i still pay for it every month where's the love life man where's your girlfriend any anybody right now no 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 ladies we got a stud here guys <laughs> 28 hits the gym his uh business guy all settled c-class lambo where the where can they hit you up damien uh instagram damien ceo or tinder swipe right no uh <laughs> um, yeah no D damien ceo on instagram that's an all-time handle like that's a that's a killer handle to have well, I, I, now there's a bunch of CEOs. I ha, I didn't call myself no CEO until I had 30 employees. Before well, that, I was before? like, no, I was CEO of what? You know? So once yeah. I had 30 employees, I was like, all right, I can, I guess, be a CEO. Uh, what do you do for the stress? What do you recommend me to do for the stress? Don't stress, man. Stress makes you old, fucks you up, fucks with your health. What do you do to maybe part so, away so from have, that? Okay, so, so my theory is 
you have to be not stressed, but motivated enough and excited enough to wake up in the morning with a fucking boner, but not stressed to the point that you cannot take a nap at 2 p.m. If you can go to sleep at 2 p.m. and you don't lose employees, you don't lose clients, there's no fires you got to put out, I think you're doing good. And at the same time, you wake up in the morning, you're like, fuck it, it's Monday. Let's get shit done. Yeah, get so excited. That's, that's, that's a level, I believe, that is pretty healthy for an entrepreneur. In your early 20s, fuck it. I mean, if you want to do all the stress, you know, from 18 to 25, go for, go it. for it. But at one point, you got to, you know, you got to have a little bit of a balance. Thank you for that one. I yeah. did take a nap the other day at like 2 p.m. And after yeah, class. If no one calls you. Logan did call me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why you didn't answer. <laughs> Sorry, dude. That's okay. That's I okay. was really stressed. <laughs> that's no, okay. That's balance okay. is important, man. Stress. You, you got to have some creative... Uh, power left in your mind you know you cannot use a hundred percent all day you know that's true that's true stress management is my weakest uh accolade i yeah. i'm horrible at, at managing stress i get stressed so easily like the drop of the hat if something goes wrong i'm the first one that's like holy shit the boat is sinking we're gonna die i i, I need to figure out a way but, but I mean, I, also also is one of his best attributes and i'm gonna tell you why though in a positive angle right for the company, it is amazing how much he cares about everything that goes on here. Right. Where a client can call tomorrow and say, hey, my stuff was needed to be done by yesterday and it's, it's now the day after nothing is done. I now take that as a, all right, just relax. We're working on it. We'll get it done as soon as possible. Right. This guy goes off the wall. I'm, I'm like calling like five different people like, why the fuck isn't this done? Right. Like, which is, which what, is, what's going on? Like, why is, why isn't this happening? For me, it's good. Selfishly speaking, honestly. Yeah. And I thank you for that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I tell him always, stress about it, but don't take it personal. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't take it personal. That's what I'm still battling with. I'm almost there. But, but as yeah. an entrepreneur, as you grow and there's more and more stress every year, this shit that drives me crazy now, five years from now, is going to be a joke. Yeah, true. Laugh about it. You're going to look at t the text message and be like, oh, yes, do that. Yeah. It's five years ago. Shit that would happen now would drive me crazy. Yeah. So, you, you, you know, you're accustomed to it. Yeah. 100%. Wow. What else? Did you, did you get anything on your notes? Any questions that we want to No, I think that was awesome, man. That's really. What's, what's the plan for the next 10 years for you? Mm, politics. Really? I, that's his first answer every time. And I'm so excited to see what, what that means. What are you going to do in politics? <laughs> I'm gonna make sure that you can put all your restaurants everywhere you want. <laughs> How does really politics? Yeah, brother. I would have never thought. So I'm planning my life in a way that I'm gonna be financially free. And when I say that cliche word financially free or words, it's it's to a point that I don't need to have a mansion, I don't need to have five Lamborghinis. I'm cool with one, a white one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with one. Uh but you know, it's it's more of I want my family to be good. My future wife, my future kids, I want them to be stable and me have the time where I'm getting, you know, I don't know, maybe a million dollars every month going into my bank account. Oh, that's a lot. Hey, let's go. In 10 years, it's not going to be a lot. Think about oh, it. Oh, 10 years will be here in a couple of weeks, bro. Well, a million a month passive? Yeah. Why not? No, it's it's we got to shoot for gold to at least get silver, right? It's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> it's not easy. So, so we we got to we got to shoot for that and to a point that I can focus and really help the community, man. Right. Uh one thing that I learned I wasn't passionate about this until I actually s struggled with it is helping minority businesses. Like 
it is crazy. I've had clients that cross the border right. illegally right. and are running a $5 million construction company. Shout out to Gwinnett County. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then these guys come in here and they don't even know how to sign. Yes. They can't sign, dude. Those are the kind of clients I want to help. So that what does that say about school? Well, you oh. can't sign, but you can still make oh, five million a year. You know we agree on school. And you know why I'm going to school? For your mom. No. Well, that's that's one thing. And for my dad. Mostly my dad, because he did pay for like two semesters. Okay. <laughs> um, and I don't want his money to go in the trash. But it was only two semesters. <laughs> and But I, I am going to school because I need to have that checklist whenever I become right. a politician. Gotcha. You know? I want people to say, all right, successful business check, successful... F- husband he's got his faith his family his fitness his finance he went to school so for all you haters out there that think uh you know we need school doing it for you wow that's amazing yeah brother that's that's uh that's the plan what's coming for you in the next 10 years oh jesus i have no idea he's already stressing out (laughs) i'm already about to be like oh god what's happening um i don't know that that it could go anywhere i was thinking about this last night i was just thinking about where I am with my girlfriend and where that relationship will be in the next couple of years. And I thought like, geez, the only thing that I'm sure is going to be for sure in my future in the next 10 years is at least a couple kids. Great. That's why you, you want to have sure. kids Damien? Yeah, that's for sure. At 37. You, you, that's, that's a sharp number. Yes. You, you, that one was like, you already planned it. Yes. How many? Don't know. What about you Logan? How many kids? I struggle. I grew up in a family of five, and I kind of hate that because that leaves one person sitting by themselves on a roller coaster. Okay. That's how I was. It was either me or my dad taking one for the team when the family would go to Disney World or whatever. But uh, maybe four, but that seems so stereotypical American family, a mom, a dad, a boy, and a girl. I don't know, maybe five. I don't know. It depends on where I'm at. If I, if I have a million dollars depositing into my bank account every month, I'll have no problem putting five kids through college because I'd love to be able to put my kids through college. I don't want them to pay for it themselves. Got it. That's a blessing that my dad was able to provide for me. And I don't want my kids to have to worry about college in that way. Yeah. It's it's stressful. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want them to have have to to pay for my own college. I want them to graduate like my girlfriend and have $30,000 of student loans. Just fucking her. Yeah. So I, I, I don't want that for them. So that that's the a real goal for sure. My goals are very family oriented. That's, that's great. That's great. Rather yeah. than personal. I think the only struggle we're going to have in the future with kids is trying to give them that immigrant mentality. But at the same time, they're going to be successful little kids. Yeah. So, it's, it's crazy. So we're going to have, we're gonna have the craziest kids, man. Like how are they going to be as ambitious as we are? But they're going to be a little bit, you know, they're going to be sort of pussified. Yeah. Because they're going to have everything. That's true. You ever you ever worried about what kids are going to be like in the next five years? You know, with the world that we're growing up in today? Fucking TikTokers. They're going to take my job. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, we got to move faster. We got to be enough smarter ki- than You them. said earlier you want to have enough kids to give you I a soccer team. I want to have a whole soccer team, dude. God damn. I have, have enough kids to give you a soccer team, as then many, buy that as, soccer team. As many kids as my wife can oh my pull God. out. <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend doesn't want kids at all. I'm the one that uh, convinced her otherwise. She's a teacher. She deals with little kids all day, every day. She doesn't want to come home and deal with her own. I'm like, come on. I, you got to give me at least one. <laughs> got to give me at least one of my own. 
37. Why 37? Because I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be old but not too old. I'm still gonna have some some energy left, obviously. I'm gonna be so experienced mm. about life. Like I try to learn the algorithm of life every day. Like yeah. what makes me ha- what makes me one percent happy? Every you know, what makes me a better entrepreneur? What makes me a better person? So I think I'm gonna be so experienced by thirty seven that I could uh be the best parent I could ever be and not worry about money or my success or what's going next. Because, you know, it's just going to work out by then. So yeah. I believe that's the number for me. That works out. That works out. I, I think uh, I was shooting for like 33, 35. Yeah. And it's quite. But you never know, man. Here, right? Because you, you have, you're not the same person you were. You're not the same person you were at 20 than at 25. That's right. You no, know, hell at no. 30 and 20 is two different people. So who that's the right. fuck knows? And they say, don't that's you, they right. say that your mid 20s is the most you will ever change. Like once you're out of school, if you go to school, but like that 22 through 29, that is, you you aren't, like you said, they're two different people. Yes. Your brain doesn't fully develop until mm-hmm. you're 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially men. They yes. say women, they develop a little bit earlier. Yes. But it's, it's like us, you know, it's like you and your cars and we need our toys. Yes. They become more expensive, but they're still our toys. Yeah. So. And we want to live life and we want to live happy. Yeah. That's crazy. Brother. Thank you for coming, man. Oh man, this well, is this great. got deep. We're this into is it the though. longest podcast we've done. We'll, we'll do it again. And uh, how many episodes do you guys have done? This will be twenty. You are twenty. Twenty. You're the twentieth. Wow. Yeah, man. I'll be back for fifty. Okay, All right, I bet. Yeah, that works. That works. Uh, we're going to take a picture here shortly. For sure. Uh, post it on Instagram. You know, make sure that we tag all of your accounts. And dude, this is awesome. Again, you're at home. Estás tu casa, man. For sure. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys, for listening. Check him out. We'll tag all of his stuff in the description of the episode so you can easily access it. Check him out. Visit the restaurant. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.